Live. We're here at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And tonight, we're very happy to be here with the Will Dallas Fort Project. This is a special closed studio session, but we'll still be doing an interview, and you get to hear the great, same great music. So here's the Will Dallas Fort Project. Thank you. 
beautiful. Yeah. Want to let that last note just kind of ring out there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll bring it up now because this is unusual for us to do a closed studio session like this. Yeah. So, when you got, how do you, how often do you do, how often do you record um, uh, live in the studio as opposed to recording on, uh, I mean, at, a, at an event at live? Um... I think usually uh, during a concert, you may, you may be recording a live session not knowing until like a week later. Yeah. You look on iTunes or something, it's like, oh man, who recorded that? <laughs> but um, I think um, used to probably doing more you know, studio sessions because um, a gig is just a gig, you know. Right. Um, feels like a show, you're doing a show, you're having a good time, but it's being recorded right there at that moment, you know. Yeah. So, um, I know personally, I'm probably, I'm probably just used to doing more studio sessions. Um, just you know, at the gig, it's just a gig. It never really feels like a recorded live session for me. But it's it's, it's a different energy. Oh yeah, way, way different. Yeah, but I mean, you guys, when I hear you, when I heard you play just now, it just it didn't feel at all like that to me. It felt like a live thing. I mean, you all are. Your eyes are rolled back in your head, and you're, <laughs> you know? You're doing that thing that we all look for and associate with. Okay, yeah. they're really there, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think one of the reasons why is just, it's just having, like, you know, um, great musicians playing with you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're not, playing with, you're not playing with a bunch of tracks. You're playing with actual human beings. Yeah. Then, the, then the human beings that you're playing with acknowledge the fact that you're a human being. So... You play something, you see the next person next to you, like, huh, I like that. What do you I... ever do sessions that are um, more overdubbed and stuff like that? Um, mean, with your own music? Oh, no, no, it has to be as pure as possible. Okay. Yeah. It has to be natural. Um, let the world hear how we are, for who we are. Yeah. Because you guys are touring right now with the Freedom Rider. Yeah, uh, Freedom Rider tour um, yeah. album. Um, it's coming out Thursday. Okay. Um, and it'd be on iTunes and all the online stores. Okay. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, where can people buy this? Um, you can definitely find it on iTunes, um, CD Baby, Digistations. Yeah. Um, there's too many. There's too so many. many. It's too yeah. many. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's wdellasfort.com. Wdellasfort.com. Project. We were talking about this before the session. Uh, about your name, because all, all along I've been, you know, going, Willem Delisfort, Willem Delisfort. I'm going to remember this. It's a really interesting name. <laughs> I've never heard this before. Willem Delisfort. And then I get here, and it's like, and you tell me the story, and it was great story. Because you were born in... Can you uh, tell the story? Oh, yeah. yeah so you were born in Little Haiti, Little Miami. Little Haiti, Miami, Florida. Okay. okay. Um, um, you know, the city of Miami is just a city of, of multiculture, you know. It's like 90% of those who were there weren't born there for some reason, but somehow ended up in Miami. And um, in my household, uh, Creole uh, was the, was the um, primary language. So growing up, my parents always called me Willem. 
Willem a fait ça, Willem pas fait ça. Qui ça va faire Willem? C'est que tu t'en côté Willem. Just, you know, Willem, Willem. What does all that mean? That uh, Willem, said? do that, Willem, don't do that, Willem. <laughs> Sit down, Willem. <laughs> so, That's the same in every language. My yeah, mom was German, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think she said that same thing to me. So that, those are the first words that you understand as a child. Don't do that. So, um, you know, being used to call Willem my first day of school, um, my teacher's taking a roll, and instead of saying Willem, she kept on saying Willem. Uh, Willem Delisfort. Willem Delisfort. Willem Delisfort. And, you know, I didn't know who she was calling. Right. And she didn't call my name, so she asked, um, who didn't have the name called? You know, you got to say here or, or present. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, she didn't call my name. Who I didn't call? I raise my, I raise my hand, and I point to my name. She says, I called you. Um, uh, no, no, you didn't. I, I called you. Uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. No, you didn't. Go to the principal office. I'm like, oh. My dad just dropped me off of school. First day. First day. He's being called back. He's like, what? In? So, you know, he goes in there with that look like, what did you do? So I didn't do nothing. She's saying that she called my name, but she didn't call my name. So while, my, while she's talking, she's like, yes, Willem is already starting problems. Willem this, and my dad is like, who, who, who are you talking about? He <laughs> said, your son. His name is not Willem, it's Willem. You know, of course, with the, the, the accent, no, Willem. You know, so yeah. that was my first day of school. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm kind of glad to hear that story because at home we were practicing saying Willem. Willem, Willem, yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad to know that we're wrong in a way. Well, I'm from Iowa and Mary's raised in here in, uh, oh. yeah. in Madison, so we'll call you Will. <laughs> okay? Will's good. All right. yeah. Yeah. A lot of people like Will. A lot of people like Will. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of the band, we got Marcus Hill, trumpet. Yeah, we got Marquise. Marquise. Yeah, sorry. Marquise God, Hill. man, I tell you what. Patrick Turbrack. Turbrack, yeah. Yeah, see, we usually practice this before. Okay. We, um, on the saxophone, Kevin Smith, did I get that right? We have uh, Tim Seischer, the incredible Tim Seischer from Chicago on bass with us. Oh, excellent. He's that and, uh, dude. Oh, and Cliff Wallace back on the drums. Yes. Excellent. Hey, where are you guys all from? Chicago. Chicago, okay. That's Marquis. Oh, sorry. That's good. I'm from, uh, I'm from Lansing, Michigan. Lansing, Michigan? Yes. Oh, okay. they got elderly instruments there. Yeah. <laughs> we all just figured out we have mics. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Tim. I'm from Chicago as well. All right. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Indiana? I was born in Indiana. What part of Indiana? Bloomington. Ah, uh, you country, okay. <laughs> I know, we're both saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, no, no uh, negative stuff to Indiana. <clears throat> we might strike that one, I don't know. But uh, you guys have been, this is the Willem Dallas, uh, William Dallas Fort project. How long have you guys been together, playing all together here? Um, this, this specific instrumentation has been, what, a year and some change? Um, yeah. Patrick's been with me for two, I think Marquis, three years now. Um, Tim's about two. Cliff is going on one. <laughs> so, um, but you know, like on the album, there's just a whole bunch of musicians that been playing in the band. So it was like, what better than get all of them on the album? So. What? You get great musicians, and they don't have to play with you for a really long time if you yeah. all know where one is. Yeah, but it seems like you guys have great communication. It's interesting to see, because we do this, and see 
all kinds of different, different groups, different, different styles of music, and to see er how everybody communicates, and there's definitely some common language, I mean, oh, and yeah. how musicians look at each other and how they mm -hmm. communicate. But, uh, you know, in this style of music, I mean, it's definitely, uh, um, you know, it's, there's a level of complexity mm -hmm. to what you're doing that, that's, uh, I mean, there's complexity in all kinds of music, obviously, mm -hmm. but, but, th but this, how much of it is visual and how much of it is, is, uh, is uh, just what you're hearing? Like, could you turn the lights out and communicate as well? Oh, yeah. It happened to a concert, didn't it? <laughs> Is that a, a Liberace or something like that? I remember we played one concert and, and someone was laying on the wall in the back and accidentally turned <laughs> off the light. <laughs> it, it might have been my graduate recital or something like that. And, and it was pitch black and it was playing a ballad. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I guess they're really getting into it. And they just turned off the light. And... The whole band still played, you know. Yeah. So um, I guess not much is not much is visual unless they're trying to give someone trying to give someone a visual cue. They're saying, "Help yeah. me, I can or, play." Or, yeah. or just look yeah. at the person and say, "Oh, that was nice," you know. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I think it's more listening, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now I noticed a certain um, danceable quality to the entire piece that was played before, and I remember reading in your. Okay, off your website. <clears throat> that uh, that you learn to dance and oh, yeah. and learn about music through dance partially mm -hmm. when you were growing up. How do you think that uh, kind of mixes in with what you're doing now? Um, well, growing up, you know, my my father, all he did was play music. Um, he had two huge speakers and a vinyl player. Oh. You know, we just play it, and I learned how to dance with my mom. I was small enough where she can put me on her feet. Yeah. And just move. And after a while, I'd get off my own feet and I'd get on my own. I'm like, oh, okay. So we used to always dance compa, you know, uh, like Haitian, Haitian jazz, Haitian pop, you know. So What's it called again? Compa. I don't think I can say that. Uh, K-O-M-P-A. Compa. 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 Okay, okay, now I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write yeah. that down. Yeah. It's going to be a quiz later. For, for Mary and I, we're going to quiz each other. Compa. <laughs> Drive home is going to be brutal. Yeah. So... Do you guys want to play some more? We'll talk again yeah. a little bit more at the end of the session. We, we definitely want to uh, get into a little bit of history about, you know, from all of you, a little bit what all, all projects you're doing right now. Cool. But, yeah, the school teaching thing I really want to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is all original music you're playing right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. The first, first one we played was, uh, was a, a composition that I wrote for my uh, big brother, uh, Son of Africa. And um, I think we're going to play Kingdom of Legends, a tribute to all the living legends that we have today. All right. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you.
<laughs> That's awesome. I, we're so privileged to sit here and listen. I hope we're not bugging you just sitting here on oh, the side, oh, no. staring at you while you're playing. I was trying to. I said, "Man, who is this?" Oh, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I kind of like to get up and bust a move, but I, I think I would look ridiculous. Oh no! And I don't want to distract you guys. No, no. So, uh, just a little background for our for our listening audience. 
out there in podcast land. Will, you have been uh, in great demand. You've been doing a lot of studio sessions, but also you've, also, you've done a fair bit, of, quite a bit of work with uh, 2009 Best World Guitarist Farid Haq. Ah, uh, yeah. As well. Um, we're actually recording, we recorded an album last year, Flat Planet. Yeah. I believe it was last year. We've been touring it um, now this past summer and other places. We still um, are touring the album, actually. And um, last week we just recorded the new album. Um, I don't know the name of the album yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure free <laughs> to let me know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I've been, been privileged to be playing with him and, and a lot of other cats, you know, around. Um, yeah, it's been going good. Yeah, well, what an interesting guitar player. I mean, he's yeah. just, yeah. Um, and I've, I've heard the name for a long time, but I didn't really, to be honest, didn't check him out until you guys were going to be on the show when I saw the name again. I said, I need to check this out. And yeah, it's just phenomenal. Very interesting, all over the map. Now you got, you and Patrick just got back from Bogota. Is that right? Yeah, uh, yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> Late yesterday. Late yesterday. I woke up like, oh, it's time to get up. Yeah, how you doing? Not Bogota, Michigan, either. You were... Yeah, oh. Columbia. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And, and I, wasn't, I was thinking, man, it must be uh, a terrible, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, time hangover. Because, no, wait a minute. You all said it's the same time zone. Same, yeah. It's same as Chicago. Quite More a of south. a culture shock, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just different people. Same time zone. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was pretty co cool, also. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it, was, it wasn't as hot as I thought it was gonna be. Okay. Especially at night. It's really cold at night, actually. <laughs> what do you mean cold? We're in Wisconsin here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, comparatively, I'm in South America, so I wanted something more tropical. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was about 40, 50, 60 degrees at yeah. night. So. Now, were you guys like the tourists getting off the plane in the in the tropical shirts and everything, and <laughs> expecting it to? I, I probably not, right? When you landed in. Um, and the pilot tells you the temperature in Celsius. You're like, oh, what, wait. Yeah. So what is that yeah. in Fahrenheit? And he's like, what? Huh? <laughs> it's going to be night Man. I like watching people get off the plane here when we pick up friends and relatives at the airport here in Madison, you know, and the plane's coming from, from Florida or someplace, you know, and they got, they've still got their shorts on and stuff. They go, uh-oh. It's yeah. 20 below. <laughs> You're in trouble. Place. Yeah. How you, wanna, you doing? You want to buy a parka? Yeah. <laughs> get that. Um, but you've also been, the very interesting side of your, well, actually, to talk about, the, still stick with the music side of things, do you guys, you guys all have some of your own groups, too. You're mm -hmm. all doing a lot of different projects and a lot of different backgrounds, too, musically, I imagine. But um, I hear, obviously, classic jazz, just roots of classic jazz in there. There was there's snippets of Love Supreme and Round Midnight early on, some quotes in there. But, I mean, you guys are all obviously very well-versed in, in classic jazz, but this um, uh, playing with Farid outside the box, but also you playing with Broadway musicals and things, too. Yeah, I've done a couple of um, uh, musicals, um, but they all, you know, um, with Dreamgirls, you hear Dreamgirls, you're thinking, okay, well, this is just good old-school funk, you know? <laughs> so you go, you go in there thinking... Uh, uh, Cool in the Gang, Tower Power, something like that, you know, and... Um, Did it surprise you at all? Uh, I remember hanging about a lot of them, never getting a chance to play them, then when I finally do, I'm like, oh, oh this is some cool music, you know? Yeah. Um, did one that uh, Elton John wrote the music to, uh, Aida. Uh -huh. You know, that was an amazing yeah. play, and it was like great writing, so 
you know, I get to do the funky side of it, then the classical side of it, then the world music side of it, because he has a lot of Egyptian writing in there. And, you know, so Elton was, John? Elton John. Wow. Okay, I'll check that out. You know, Aida. Um, I didn't know until I looked at it. I was like, this is Elton John. Now, so is that the one that he co-wrote with uh, uh, Timothy... Uh, never mind. Okay, maybe know. not. <laughs> Come on. Like, maybe that's another show. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's, it's a great it's a great play. Now, how's a how's a book like that? Because I know I mean we've done some pit orchestra stuff, and mm-hmm. and I know that those books are actually pretty pretty crazy hard. Oh yeah, uh, by far to this day the hardest book that I think I've ever played has been Fats Wallace Ain't Misbehaving. Wow, really? <laughs> you know, those are like Fats Fats uh, transcriptions and stuff. Okay. And you know I'm no Fats Wallace. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. Uh, there is there's a reason why he is that dude, and and when you read the book, yeah, you, you know why. But um, that's an amazing play and amazing piano part, you know. Yeah. So. Well, isn't it totally different than like if you do a live gig and you're doing all this stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and then you get the transcript of it and you're like, holy cow. Yeah, you right. got Did I do that? You know. Yeah, you're looking at it like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. lower his status in any uh, way. No, no. But. No. But, but it, it is an amazing cool. play. It's a truly amazing play. Yeah. So I recommend all piano players <laughs> go ahead and learn it. <laughs> we had a friend of ours that's a, it's a great, well, all-around guitar player, but he, he's part of this, this uh, musical now. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it has to do with Elvis, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows all this stuff because he's always performed it. Then he mm-hmm. got, so I, no, no problem. And then he went there and hadn't really prepped properly for the actual show uh-huh. and so he waited and then he got there and there was this book and he doesn't read music very well uh-huh. and also it wasn't like the Elvis tunes that he knew I mean they were those tunes but they were like in different keys and they were for singers and these yeah. strange transitions and stuff he's like I don't oh my god <laughs> I'm in trouble um, so yeah so uh, some classic jazz a lot of different roots what do you what do you all different do I mean different groups or uh, Types of groups y'all play in, or what are you different groups? I think you really got to cover everything if you're going to try to eat and pay the rent. Yeah. Nowadays, uh-huh. so but yeah, we all primarily would obviously love to be playing this type of music constantly. Um, jazz and original improvised music is definitely where it's at. I think for everybody here. Yeah. But you know, you do what you got to do. I know a lot of us. I have my own group. Um, did a CD, Wire and Wood. So, timsicer.com. Got to get a plug in there. T-I-M-S-E-I-S-S-E-R. But yeah, you do you do everything you can. You try to stay well-rounded and you learn a little bit from everything. Is that a polka band? No, not polka. Not polka. No, those tuba players keep stealing those gigs. We are here tonight with the Wheelarm Dallas Fort Project. Will. Will Delisfort, W-D-E-L-I-S-F-O-R-T, wdelisfort.com. Yeah. You guys have one, one more tune here? Take us out on the yeah. hour? Um, sure. Uh, this is a uh, tune that I wrote uh, maybe my sophomore year in undergrad. Um, it's entitled Harriet's Cold of the Underground. I wrote it in dedication of a play that I was doing at the at this same day. Don't bother me, I can't cope. And the director failed to tell me that it was blocking on that day, which means that he tells the uh, actors where to move. Oh. It has nothing to do with music at all. Like, James, <laughs> I want you to move to your left, move to your right. Becky, move to your left, move to your, like, it has nothing to do with me. 
And I had this idea, song keep going over my head. And when it came through, a friend of mine was portraying um, Harriet Tubman coming from the underground. And plus, I was listening to a lot of black codes of the underground at that time. So this is Harriet's code of the underground.
Beautiful. All right. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you guys so much. This has been a, a pleasure to be able to sit in with you guys on this rare studio session here for Mad Toast Live. Thank you. Catching you guys on the first leg of the uh, Freedom Rider tour. Yeah. Uh, this is the very first first show of uh, 13 shows. So, yeah. So where are you off to? You're driving tomorrow. What's uh, the next gig? Yeah, our next show is um, Chicago. So we'll just be, I guess, going back home. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we so. want to thank uh, Marquise Hill, trumpet, Patrick Cherbrack, saxophone, Tim Sizer on the bass, Cliff Wallace on drums, and of course, Will Dellisfort on the piano. You can catch him at wdellisfort.com, W-D-E-L-I-S-F-O-R-T.com. This is Mad Toast Live. Thank you for listening. You can always catch us on madtoastlive.com, on iTunes, and uh, lots of other podcast directories. Thanks for listening. <laughs>